ice, ice, maybe? Find out if you're Wim Hof ready. The Wim Hof method is an extraordinary way to train your body and mind. And Simon Gowen is one of the few certified corporate instructors in the world. In this video, he takes you through a basic breath and ice bath session so you can see if you're ready to start training the Wim Hof method. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show. I'm so pleased that you're here with us today. Make sure that you subscribe so you can get future notifications. That's on the YouTube channel. And you're about to go on a wellness driven ride. Hello. I'm so excited to introduce our guest for today. Simon Gowen is on a mission to create ultimate health and well-being in people. He believes that this is the best accomplished by training the nervous, cardiovascular, and immune systems. Simon has taught these methods worldwide and has provided individuals and companies with teaching and training that directly improves health, happiness, and performance. Simon is a Wim Hof certified trainer and breath and ice bath coach. He has over 30 years of experience as a personal trainer, athlete, and coach with a love of nature. Currently, he teaches how to find and maximize health, happiness, and performance in people from all walks of life. Please help me welcome our guest today, Simon. Hi, April. Hi, Simon. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show. It's a pleasure and honor to have you here today. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, feel truly honored. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So, Simon, please share with us, with the audience today, who you are, a little bit about your background. Let us get a good picture of you. Well, I think we should start maybe with my journey into the ice. So... About a year and a half ago, um, my wife was due to be having a, a surgery on her hip. And we'd had this ongoing conversation for, I don't know, maybe six months prior to that about getting a, getting a hot tub. And we'd ultimately decided not to do it. And so the surgery came up and we, I said, you know, honey, maybe let's, let's look at this uh, um, jacuzzi again because it'd be really good for you and in your recovery and also why don't we get an ice bath <laughs> through my athlete career I'd used ice before thought it'd be good I also wanted a sauna and I said well maybe an outside shower too so we we revisited the jacuzzi and ended up starting this project that um, that led me to build the what what I'm doing now I guess and this is incredible journey with Wim Hof and all this wonderful community I found and so after her surgery we we you know we we'd been traveling in England over the Christmas period and we came back and um she was 
being cleared to then go in in water and she goes to me well simon are you going to use this ice bath that you bought and and i'm like well i don't know you know i don't really know what to do so i ended up going on youtube looking at a few videos and then um i jumped into the ice bath and i had this like really um incredible experience and it was first thing that happened is i actually thought i was gonna i was gonna die i was like in complete shock (laughs) like gasping you know you can see me there April. so i'm there i'm just literally like gasping <gasps> like this and i'm thinking oh my gosh and yeah, but your body's going into shock a little bit <laughs> yeah, exactly and i didn't have the benefit of anybody coaching me or telling me what to expect so so you can imagine you know yourself that you were there with me and i'm like just sort of freaking out but i've made this commitment to myself april that what i was going to do is i was going to stay in for five minutes and whatever happened i was going to do it and I guess after I was able to relax, um, I had this incredible experience that saw me on top of a mountain, this local mountain called Mount Baldy in California. And it's 10,500 feet. And it has this one little area called the Devil's Backbone. And it's a section uh, that's famous uh, for providing vertigo and fear for people who are scared of heights because it's got these 2,000 foot drop on either side. So you know, if you see yourself, if you imagine like you're on top of this, we're about 8,000 feet, right? Yeah, that's what I was doing, right? Yeah. So you're at, you're at yeah. 8,000 feet and all you can see is these big drops. And so I saw myself on top of this place being completely calm. And oh. so April, seven years before that, um, I'd gone up and I'd completely freaked out. I was, you know, I was sweating. I, I don't know if you've, ever, if you've ever had any, I don't know if you've had any, um fear of heights or anything like that or any type of vertigo but but the people who are listening who are scared of heights know what i'm talking about and it's this paralyzing fear you're just sweating it's it's you know and people around you don't really get it and so i was with my kids and my wife at the time and we had to turn around and it was a charity fundraising event there were people from my work there so it it was pretty embarrassing so i went down that was seven years prior and and i'd lived with this fear of heights. I've lived with it for a long time. And anyway, I saw myself sitting on top of this mountain, imagine the classic yoga pose, you know, sitting there being really calm. And it was just like this moment of just insight and bliss. It was, and Mm. the second thing after that was I got to teach this. I just knew instantly. So what I started doing was um, going around Los Angeles and walking to the top of high um, buildings and doing the breathing, the Wim Hof style breathing, calming myself down. And then I would walk as far as I could before I started freaking out. And then I would slow down. You know, you can imagine this crazy person on top of this <laughs> building, people wondering what's going on. I was that guy. So I I'd do that every single day. Um, and Way to face your fears. Yeah. So, so, you know, what I've come to realize, April, is, is that the, the breath and the ice are really insight mechanisms. So what they do mm. is, is when you're fully aligned through the breath work, and we're going to dive into that a little bit later, and then you go into the ice, you get intuition, intention, insights, they all come up, you get clarity, right? And, mm. and, and what I believe that is the soul talking, your soul, you're connecting mm. with your soul. So you're moving away from the real life problems you have, money, whatever, right? You know, the, the, the goal line personality stuff, you move away that. And the, and the ice bath and the breath is really powerful for that. 
So, um, so I'm going around Los Angeles doing all these crazy things and, and testing myself with the heights and I'm starting to feel a little bit better. And then one of my clients who'd been coming for a number of months, he just turned around to me one day and said, Simon, I'm going up Mount Baldy. Do you want to come? And I'm like, you're kidding me. I've been waiting all my life for someone to come with me. <laughs> so I've been looking for a guy because I was too scared and thought it was dangerous to go on my own. And this gentleman's very special. He's a, he's, a, he's a spiritual advisor to me. And we went on top of, we went up, we camped to 8,000 feet the night before. And I spent the, I didn't sleep at all. He snored the whole night. Um, and <laughs> I'm just thinking about the devil's background. That's all I can think about. I'm just terrified. So, you know, but then I get to this point about three in the morning, I'm thinking, okay, whatever nature's going to give me, I'm going to accept it. Mm. I'm just going to accept mm -hmm. it. And I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. Surrendering. Exactly. So then we get to the devil's backbone. We get up at about 6am. We walk. It's about an hour up to the backbone. And we're there. And he stops me and says, take a video for your daughter. Mm. Um, I'm getting emotional now, actually, because it's bringing me back there. So I start this video for my daughter. I start, I'm like in tears. Just it was super emotional. And afterwards he goes, you ready? I said, yeah, I'm ready. And I turned around and I walked and I had, it was like walking across the room to shake your hand. It was, there was, I had zero fear. Mm. Um, I felt actually a sense of peace. Um, and ever since then I've had, I don't get any type of problems, issues with heights at all. After that emotional release and, and you know, and what I've suddenly come to what sort of understand is, is that, when you have a spiritual a release, mm -hmm. um, it's, it affects you and it also affects everyone around you. So, yeah. you know, my, so, and that prayer for my daughter and, and, um, and her well being and life shifted things in me as well and, and um, brought forth a sort of a, a clarity that a lot of fears that we have in life are nothing to do with what we think they are. Yeah. And the fear of height, you know, I, I'd had years and years like doing self-development, going to therapy on this particular issue of, you know, and when you go to therapy, they'll do things like, yeah, they do the standard um, fear exposure, which I did a little bit of, but they do hmm. other sort of mechanisms as well, different types of breathing. And I tell you, none of them worked. Well, someone must have told you that when we are born, infants have two fears. And that's the fear of falling, which would give you that sense, the, the fear of heights because you fear falling and the fear of loud noises. We actually just spoke with it with my guest yesterday. And, yeah. you know, so to me, there's, you know, that's totally natural because every other fear is learned. And you're right. It's based on our perception of that fear and our experiences that built those beliefs and perceptions. So that is so cool. I love that your description of going into an ice bath and having this awakening, soul awakening vision experience is, is very profound. And, you know, doing the breath work and the closest thing that I could relate to that is breath work during meditation. 
and how it does bring you, if done properly, to that space. It's like this, like you said, I think, you know, you're kind of visiting your soul, you know? Yeah, the power of the breath. Yeah. Well, because you went on this journey of, of the mountain experience, why don't we share with our viewers what that looks like? Are you ready for that? Amazing. All right. I'm going to share the screen and we'll jump right into this video. Enjoy. You can go during the winter for some powder or go hiking in the warmer season, but you have to time it right. Mount Baldy is just north of Upland and Rancho Cucamonga in the Angeles National Forest. You get a lot of snow up here. You access Mount Baldy via Mount Baldy Road, just north of uh, Claremont. One of the most beautiful points in Southern California, visible from all across the uh, greater Los Angeles area. You can see the beautiful snow-capped mountains. This is the part where we start to lose cell service and temperatures start to get close to freezing. And because of the high winds, the snow has turned to ice. Here we are at 6,000 feet. We're just about to start the hike up Mount Baldy and we'll take you all with me. Let's go. We're up at 7,000 foot and we're as warm as toast. All it took was the training, the mindset. <laughs> Anyone can do it. We love you. We it's love safe. You. Everything is going really well. Okay, so here I am at the Mount Baldy waterfall. So the temperatures, the water's coming off the mountain. It's gonna be freezing or below the water temperature. It's snow melt and it's frozen overnight. Temperatures up the top of the mountain were um, around about two or three below overnight. So now after the hike, I'm gonna have a refreshing little shower. So I just did the, the waterfall plunge and it was incredible because there's so much water coming down. It was like beating against my back, but I felt supported at the same time. And uh, just allowed me to, I know, be in nature and sit with it, it's incredible. I turned around and faced out and I wasn't cold at all. So we're up by the ski hut, 8,000, how many feet have been? 8,300 with friends and feeling good. 
Well, here we are. Here we are. The, we did it. We oh. got to the hut. The hut is right over there. And this is the in, famous, infamous Baldy Bowl right up there. Right there. With the wind. And, um, and so now what you do is see snow angels right we're gonna make snow angels for you guys <laughs> keeping you warm in our hearts <laughs> and, and believe it or not i i personally i'm i'm warm like my body's completely warm yeah warm like toast wow we love you How you feeling? Wow. There it is. The Baldy Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. There's the hut. There's Simon. tell you you can do anything anything your spirit calls to you so that is incredible and i i'd have to say simon uh so years ago i i purchased oh here we go the way the Iceman. This is Wim Hof's book, and now I can. Uh, I, I would have to say is you too are Iceman. <laughs> Thank and you've you. even got the hair to go with it. <laughs> and what a, a, an incredible testimony! Um, how exciting! I would love to know what that felt like. If you could describe that, and I'm curious: is was that part of becoming Wim Hof certified? Well, you know, I want to first of all just send my my love out to my partner, Dr. Sadegi Habib, who came up the mountain with me, um, and it wouldn't have happened without him. Mm. And so the, you know, I was, I knew the first day I got in the ice bath, I wanted to be certified as an instructor, and um, I was so inspired by what Wim has done. And the bit that most intrigued me was the mountain expedition because he takes people up the mountain in Poland. And so I knew I was going out to do this certification. Um, and so I thought, okay, I'm going to start training. <laughs> and I wanted to do it before I got there. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't want to be that guy who couldn't make it up the mountain. It's just my DNA is like that. So I just decided to go and do it. And I wanted to see if I could, you know, because... Mm. I was doing the ice bath every day. I was doing the, the, the Wim Hof breathing, um, my fear training with the heights. And 
Um, and so I, you know, and so going up there, I think for, it was so special for me because it was a, it was the culmination of five months of daily training. Um, it was uh, that spiritual journey for, for me as well to release a lot of fear and to gain a lot of insight. And um, it was quite remarkable because, you know, we're, we're in below freezing temperatures and I was completely warm. And, mm. you know, before you go up and do something like this, you don't really know is it if it's going to work or not. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so, you know, I was pretty, you know, I was fairly confident as far as, um, you know, I, in my training, but I'd never been up at that in those type of temperatures. And also, April, bear in mind that that very weekend, two people died on the mountain and mm. um, the actor Julian Sands went missing. So um, in the build-up, the, the, the 10 days prior, um, everybody be messaging me, sending me articles about people dying on the mountain. Mm. Um, and my wife was not particularly keen on me going either, yeah. uh, <laughs> as you can imagine, right? And all yeah. my friends were, why don't, you, why don't you delay it? And, and but Habib and I had set this deep intention of going. Mm. And um, so I, I, I kind of knew I was going to be okay. But at the same time, you know, you, you're, you know, it was some of the worst conditions they've experienced on the mountain in a long time. And we were fortunate the day we went and the sun came out. Um, but as I said, you know, people had passed away on that, on that mountain, the same route we were going up. So, um, that was a little bit in the back of my mind as well. Um, so maybe some of the release was just relief, <laughs> but, um, it, it was truly amazing how the body adapts. And, yeah. um, through this process, I literally, you know, I didn't, I didn't, didn't sweat or shiver. It was, the body just seemed to work perfectly. And I, and I think sometimes we get kind of get encumbered by all of these clothes <laughs> that we wear, you know, because we were, yeah. we were, we were we were meeting all these people going up the mountain. We were in full mountain gear, um, you know, sort of, I guess, dressed, let's call it appropriately, right? Um, or, and so to go up there and to, everyone was sort of like looking at us like we were completely insane. <laughs> but, but to go up there and just to feel so incredibly warm. And then I think that just sort of, mm. that, you know, you've probably got that from the video that, just that that excitement that energy that spirit that was there and that was there with Habib and I was just truly wonderful so mm. it was it was a day on I am you know in a time I will never forget yeah I mean how could you I mean and you guys you're not only you know facing extremes but but extremes you know where this is a life or death situation and and there's proof of that around you and then you have the worries of your family. And so, and, but yet I, I see that determination, you know, where you have this agreement with yourself and you're like, I'm doing this. And I, I have the tools to, to be able to do this. I feel that, that this is possible and you guys came through. So we're so blessed to have you here with <laughs> us today, you know, based you. on that. I'm going to bring in uh, one of our comments and Manly says, 
Can you explain the Wim Hof breathing a bit? How and why? How to and and why? Absolutely. Well, that's a great question. And, you know, I think the easiest way is to have a little go. Would you be up for that, April? Absolutely. Yes, please. <laughs> so, Wait a so, minute. And, I'm doing this. Yeah, I got to prepare myself. can do it too, right? So if you put one hand on your belly and then the other hand um, on, on your chest, right? And so we're going to keep a hand there comfortably. And we're going to do everything through the nose, in and out through the nose, okay? okay? So this is a nice, gentle way to start Wim Hof breathing. So what you do is you take a deep breath into the belly, you're going into the belly, and then up into the chest, and then let go. So it's belly, chest, letting go. Deeply in, let it go. Keep on going. Go on, I'm going to do five more breaths just to get an idea in. Don't worry, there's any tingling in the hands or feet. Feel lightheaded. That's all perfectly normal. That's it. Go on, deeply in. Two more. In. Let it go. Now, on the final breath, breathe in. Let the breath go after exhalation just stop and we're going to stay here for about 30 seconds and during this time we're breathing without air and we're we're pausing without air in the lungs just let your body relax feel notice your heartbeat just relax so we'll do another 15 seconds doing amazing and then when you're ready just take a deep breath in now hold it and then gently squeeze the blood to the belly into the head Feel it on the front of the forehead and then let go. Let it go and relax. Okay, so that's a, that's one Wim Hof round. How do Wonderful. you feel? I feel I feel like lighter. I, I got a little lightheaded, but yeah. I feel I feel good. I feel energized. Good, amazing. And so so we just did five breaths, like five or six Wim Hof breaths. So in a normal round, you would do 30. So you would do 30 mm. breaths deeply in for the nose or the mouth. The mouth makes it a little bit more intense. So yeah. people starting off, it's good to do the nose. And then when you feel good, it's letting go. 30 of those breaths, really charging up the body. And on the last one, you just let it go hold and then what is it i mean what's truly incredible is that your and your the the um the listener asked how it works so this is how it works so what you're doing is is when you're breathing in deeply you're activating your sympathetic nervous system mm -hmm. okay so we're going to be influencing the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous systems which comprise the autonomic nervous system now up until 2016 when they um, did a science project on Wim Hof in Holland at Radboud University, injected him with endotoxin. And through his method, he was able to, to suppress the immune function. So influencing- Could you, could you mm -hmm. explain what that is to the audience? Because I don't think everybody is going to know what that is. Could you give a little further explanation of what he was injected with? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and I also want to make sure I answer the the the, um, the the question in full as well as far as explaining the the 
um, the full mechanism and the cycle of the breathing, what happens in the body. But the rat bound study, they basically endotoxin is like E. coli. And so, yeah. um, so they had, a, they had people who didn't um, use his method. It was only him to start with in the first test. And so, so the, the typical reactions would be fever, sweating, nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, right? Would be typical um, from being injected with, with E. coli. Um, it's not a so, small thing no. to be injected with. No. By any so limb. Yeah, absolutely. And and people get very sick with this. Um, yeah. And it's not something to be played around with. And so, but Wim, using his method, was able to suppress that inflammation response, releasing more adrenaline into the body. And therefore, he didn't get sick. Yeah. Felt fine. And so that, that showed the scientists that he was able to influence the autonomic system. Incredible. Yeah. And so the power of this for the audience to understand, and, when, and we can explain it through, I guess, the explanation of what happens in the body. So when we're breathing in deeply, we're activating, deliberately activating the sympathetic nervous system. And that's yeah. your flight, fight, freeze response. Yeah. yeah. So we activate that but we do it in a controlled setting. So you're, you're activating that, you're producing adrenaline, getting the body fired up. And then you're also um, flooding the cells with oxygen. So CO2 levels, right, are mm -hmm. gonna start to go down. Oxygen is gonna start to go up in, in, in the cells. So your cells are flooded. And the, the, the tingling that you experience, that sort of lightheadedness, is because it's actually the energy in the cell. You're producing energy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're alive, right? And so yeah. that feeling of aliveness, the tingling, is all about because the oxygen yeah. saturation is going up. You can describe body, it mm -hmm. as electric. Exactly, electric. yeah. That's energy, right? Mm -hmm. And so during that phase, the, the body, the blood becomes more alkaline, which is why the, um, the uh, inflammation comes down because the, the body becomes more alkaline, right? Mm. So it has that. So... Then what happens is, is that you then, after the breath, you breathe out. So you're breathing out the CO2. And so you're full of oxygen. So there's no need for breathing, which is amazing. And you sit and monitoring the body. And slowly, obviously, CO2 levels are going to start to go up. Right? And that's ultimately going to lead to that trigger um, for you to breathe. But what's cool is you go through the rounds and start getting in practice and learn how to relax. You can go three, you know, two, three, four minutes without breathing after exhalation. So during this time, we're going into the parasympathetic nervous system, mm -hmm. which is your sleep calm state, yeah? And so that's when the body goes into deep calm and starts to regulate itself. And after about, after about two to two and a half minutes, when the um, CO2 levels start to go up, the reptilian brain in the back here and the pineal gland activates through the vagus nerve into the pineal gland, it starts releasing adrenaline. Yes. And right, dopamine yes. and serotonin consciously, you're doing it consciously because you're the alchemist here, right? You're <laughs> not getting chased by a, by a cheetah or a lion. You're right. doing it in a safe environment in your home, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and hopefully lying down, don't do it in a car or in a swimming pool, but, um, <laughs> But lying down, and so under those conditions, you release these amazing chemicals that produce healing yeah. in the body. Clarity, focus. So it's wonderful for, for that release of stress, healing, 
um, in the body and also for performance too, right? So you're in that optimal state where the body becomes aligned. Yeah. Um, so that's how it works on a scientific level, doing the breathing. And the, and the studies show that you get, you know, you can go as deep as someone who's practiced meditation for years. Mm, absolutely. And, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's, what's incredible. You, you can train yourself to go, you know, to that level right then. And, you know, the first time that I came into learning about breath work was actually when I was in law enforcement, because mm. when we were put into these high stress life or death situations, we had to act on, um, you know, you, you, what do they say? It's uh, you don't rise to the occasion. You fall to the level of your training. And so, yeah. you know, that's why you're, you're put into repetitive training over and over. So you can actually perform and use your firearm when you have to. And also, you know, needing to know those techniques, like calming yourself down. And mm. so you're able to perform and breathing techniques were a hundred percent are 100% a part of that. And that's a life and death situation. But this is also available to everybody because we're living in such a high stress world. It is like constant stress around us with, you know, our jobs, our finances, traffic, our boss, you know, so, you know, having this available to us and having the awareness of, you know, the simple, it's free, you don't have to buy anything. It's not like this amazing thousands of dollars device. It's is within us. And yeah. it's so simple. And I love that you, Simon, are here to be able to coach and teach people. And so we're going to move into our first, uh, into a commercial. And when we get back, let's talk a little bit about the trainings that you offer. Stay tuned. Right. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be, but we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, 
the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent or have been in the game for a while, we invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. So welcome back. Okay, Simon. So let's talk a little bit about what what you're doing now. I'm going to put on the screen uh, your website so people have access to that. Yeah, and let's go from there. What, what's been your experience thus far? Well, firstly, I'm super excited about what you said before the break. Um, and I think it's re- really relevant to um, the work that I'm doing. You know, you mentioned that you're in law enforcement and... I was um, previously, yes. Yeah, well, amazing. And so, you know, I have a couple of um, British commandos that I work with. Um, and, you know, they're in the area of um, helping people who have been in stressful situations, combat areas, tours yeah. in Afghanistan and Iraq, and, and being out on the streets of, you know, and <laughs> law enforcement is, is stressful as well. Yeah. And um, so they're helping people in these units come back and, and, um, and, and deal with, you know, what's happened, the trauma that's mm-hmm. happened with them, and also dealing with life. Um, because, you know, sometimes just coming home is actually just as stressful. And I, and I think, you know, if we sort of extrapolated out, um, and you, you said very eloquently that people are living these high stress lives. Mm-hmm. And so the stress that they're experiencing is it's a chronic stress. It's going on all the time. So, you know, in the Wim Hof breathing, for example, um, that yes, there's periods of stress, but it's under control. And, and that's how the body grows. That's how you grow as a person with, with tiny bits of environmental stress, hormetic stress that used to be around back in the day when we were having to hunt for our prey. Um, and now all that is gone. Everything's kind of on a plate for you. And yet, you know, and so people, have, I think in many ways, Um, forgotten or unlearned how to deal with stress and so it kind of creeps up (laughs) so most of the people that are coming you know a lot of people are coming to me are people who live in this state and um for you know one of the easiest ways to sort of diagnose that for for people listening is to is to stop for a moment and count your how many times in a minute you breathe and Mm. so my experience of people when they first come to me, the range is between 12 and 22. Um, you know, with the, with the typical being around about 17. Now. Okay, now we all have of, homework to do. Yeah, right. I'm going to use some homework. Do you know what? The optimal breathing rate is 5.5 breaths per minute. Wow. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. We're, we are all breathing way too much. <laughs> way too much and through the mouth mainly. And so so we have this, so you're in a way people are constantly in this sympathetic nervous system state. Now, mm-hmm. one of the analogies I actually give in my training is imagine you're 
someone puts a gun to you, what are you going to do? <laughs> now you train for that, right? <laughs> and so, and so how are you going to respond? Mm-hmm. And so the equivalent of the gun to the head in Los Angeles is going on the 405 freeway. So <laughs> it's like, it's no kidding. Yeah. Seven lanes of madness. <laughs> People trying well, to cut you off. It, yeah. it's, it's actually the most dangerous thing we do every single day is get into a vehicle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so the, you know, a lot of my work is about, well, first of all, come aware that, <laughs> you know, what's going on, but then really looking at regulating that nervous system. Mm-hmm. And the way to do that is through the breath, slowing down. So a very simple exercise to slow that down would be to do this. You breathe in. Breathe in again. Okay, so we just did two breaths, took about 20 seconds. Yeah. Maybe 22 seconds, ideally. And then you're instantly down into a calm state, heart rate drops. Yeah. Nervous system becomes activated. It's really, really simple. So with, with the breathing, it takes, you know, around about six weeks of training. And so, you know, we look at sort of how to, you know, being successful. One pillar is going to be the breathing. Another pillar is going to be your cold exposure training. The third pillar is going to be commitment. Mm-hmm. And commitment. Well, yeah, you got to be committed to it, right? <laughs> right. If you, yeah, it's kind of like if you want to work out and you want to, you know, influence your body, if that's what you choose to do, then you work out most days, right? If you just do it once and go, I smashed it, then <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna feel good for a couple of days, and then you're back where you were. So it's the same thing with the breathing, and so you do it every day. And after about six weeks, and my experience certainly was, I noticed a profound change in my nervous system. I started responding Mm -hmm. to things differently, such as traffic, such as the metaphorical gun to my head. Right. And, and, and the studies support that as well, because when you get aligned, your, your autonomic system functions properly, that's the gateway than to you performing optimally, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you're in this state of blah, 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 this, 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 you, you don't function optimally, you just react, right? And so the first yeah. step is really getting that, that calmness around you so the body works. And then as I would, you know, how, what I believe is that when you're in that state, you are, you are love, your purity, your mm-hmm. compassion, right? Yeah. Everything, like look at the, the sign above, right? So yeah, yeah behind me, right? So. You, you are that and then you make all the right decisions for you there's no noise going on there's no sh- i should do this i could be i need to be more pretty i need to be slimmer i need to be this I yeah, to be well it's successful. not a you don't you care less if at all about those yeah. trivial yeah. things yeah so my goal is to build community is to mm is to get in is for people to come together to experience love to compassion um and you know and find themselves in the breath so they can be more of themselves and live that you know more of a soul-based life but because most of the time we're, we're we're individuals who are operating in the sort of the the goal world the personality world with a little bit of spiritual awakening Right. The odd insight here and there. That was certainly, that's certainly, you know, where I was at. And so my goal 
becomes as, as you know as a leader in this is is to create an environment for people to go more into the soul's journey so they can be a spiritual being having a human existence rather than mm -hmm. the other way around yeah right? that's incredible and yeah and so that i believe is the journey so you know people come to the ice bath with me and the breathing and so we take them we have, I do I do individuals or they come as a group or um, I go um, do virtual sessions for companies around the country and or, or come to a retreat and we can go up a mountain or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, it, it, again, for me, it's all about community and, and bringing people. I don't really do any marketing or anything like that. Um, I decided very consciously just to provide this in space. I built a lovely space at the house um, with help and collaboration from family and, and from a wonderful builder and, and contractor. And, and so I just invited people to come and whenever I meet somebody such as yourself, I say yes. And so that's led me to collaborate with other people in this space and um, leading retreats in England with a, with a vegan chef and um, collaborating with the gentleman to run a retreat in Greenland, where there's actually you can have a polar bear outside of your house. I can't wait to do that. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Um, so it's a special place you can only get to like sort of once a year for a couple of months. And so, um, you know, we have this lovely community now in Los Angeles and around the world of people that are just about accepting about compassion about love and, and exploring mm -hmm. themselves and what's really cool lastly and uh, is that i don't have to be the expert i'm not the therapist i'm not this and um really the breath people find themselves and know and, and work out what to do and get answers in the eyes so that they can be the alchemist and in charge of their own life exactly i love that i'm going to say it again so that you can be the alchemist in charge of your own life. Beautifully yeah. said. And that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's really learning how to uh, control your yourself and giving yourself that access to, you know, something that's deeper within us all. So let's mm. go into this photo album. I'm excited okay. to share it because right. when we talk about community, and you know what what you're doing let's let's jump into this tell me what this <laughs> photograph is so these are this is uh, andy and tom from my lads group who <laughs> come every sunday and these guys have been training for about 10 months um every sunday coming to the ice bar incredible guys um for this journey up baldy and i took them up last month um and the week before, literally the week before, they went up seven foot of new snow. Um, got put down on on the mountain, and it was it was you know I think in the first video, um, Habib and I were walking up. There's no snow on the lower slopes. This time there was seven foot at uh, six thousand feet. So you'd basically take one foot and disappear uh -huh. <laughs> up to your waist. Um, but it's going to go a little slower too, you know, trying to make your way through that. <laughs> yeah. So this is the culmination of their training. I'm super proud of them. They did amazing. Um, got up there, as you can see, that is uh, two guys full of life. Yeah. You all yeah. look 
so so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and here's oh, like yeah. one of one batch of community right here. Absolutely. So this is the um, executive and leadership team from Michael Page in California, and they came to do a series of training with me. And um, Michael Page is a recruitment company um, worldwide, and these guys were just incredible. Yeah, wow. really did amazing. And this is this is your property in Los Angeles, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can see the ice bath. Um, mm -hmm. If you look just behind um, on um, behind Kate there on the right hand side of the screen, you can see some um, banana trees. That's where the outside shower is, and then we got the sauna behind that. Yeah, I was going to ask if that was a sauna. Mm hmm. Um, there's Aaron enjoying the ice. So it'd be 32 <laughs> degrees that uh, the water. There. Wow. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, she doesn't look terrified or like she's dying. Uh, she actually has this massive grin on her face. You know, I, I, I haven't myself immersed myself in ice. I have definitely done, um, the cold showers, you know, for a lengthy period of time when I first became involved, um, with the Wim Hof method. However, um, what I can say about the cold and growing up in the mountains of Colorado, you know, and in that seven foot snow, right? There's something to be said about the cold. And it just, it just makes you feel for a better lack of what to say alive. It makes you feel more alive. Yeah. I think that's very eloquently put it, So the cold is, is, I mean, for me, it's a teacher and it's a powerful activator. So when you first go in, um, the extremities, there's vasoconstriction, a constriction of, of the blood vessels. So all of, because your body thinks it's under attack. So all mm -hmm. of the blood goes to your heart and essential organs and away from the extremities. So you get that shock, but also you get that pain often in the hands and the feet, which makes it really hard. And so this is where, when you're going into the cold, the breath work becomes very important because mm -hmm. A, it preps you for the cold, but then when you're in, breathing slowly it takes about 45 seconds for if you're calm for the um body and more the mind to realize hey I, actually april you're okay yeah. <laughs> in this case erin yeah. she's okay once it realizes that it then puts the blood back the um into the hands and extremities so that's when you then get calm and, and, and warm again and you're okay right. so if you don't do that and you stay in this activated state sympathetic nervous system state you'll, you'll jump out you won't last 45 seconds right and that happens for a lot of people when they first come in um and so a lot of the training with the cold is is learning just to be calm and to do the breath and actually, it's funny because this picture here of Erin, before that, she'd absolutely freaked out. So <laughs> we got her in a good moment. We're able to calm her down and she's able to, you know, able to actually sit in there. And then also what happens, April, is you release about 500% more adrenaline into your body. You release 250% more dopamine. So that is like a... Right cocktail of awesome drugs you know yeah. more than you would on a roller coaster you know think about the implications for people on antidepressants or you know any yep. type of anxiety medication right much more powerful than that but you're doing it naturally in the right. system but also for healing as well oh. um 
So I'm, I'm reminded actually, there was a, um, uh, a, a lady who came to me who had a, a, a um, when she was 14, she was on a hiking trip and hurt her ankle on the first day. And she was forced by the people leading the um, walk to walk for a further 13 days on what turned out to be a broken ankle. Um, major damage, nerve damage. And so she came. Well, we didn't feel and... it. You know, it was fine. What's that? Yeah, right. Yeah. She was told, you know, that, um, you know, you're, you're one of these people just playing up to not really, really making it up. Right. So she had these two traumas, one from the abuse and, and one from the actual injury. And so she started coming and what we worked on is really is sitting in the ice for the reducing information, but also consciously through visualization and intention, activating the nerves, bringing that blood flow back and forth and activating the nerves. And she's going to be coming up the mountain with me. So in May, so we're training for that and she's getting function of the body and starting to work again. So, you know, um, a real, you know, for, for people who have any type of serious injuries or um, dealing with an issue, um, autoimmune functions, things, autoimmune disorders, things like that, the ice can be really incredibly powerful. Yeah. I, well, that's initially what brought me into, you know, learning about Wim Hof and picking up his book was because I have a, an autoimmune disease. I have systemic lupus. And so when I was going through one of my flare ups, I was like, what can I do? I've always, this is why the show is here is because always throughout my life, learning for other ways to heal ourselves outside of modern medicine, you know, what can we do, you know, to, to take back the power of, you know, and that control of, you know, managing our bodies and our systems. And I really want to paint a picture. And, and this again has come to me in a couple of different ways throughout life, the breathing techniques, you know, with, with law enforcement and then the healing of the cold and also with the combination of them. I mean, how powerful this is and painting a picture of that. If, if people in life and death, there is a gun to your head can manage that and be able to function properly. And people who are getting into an ice bath and scaling a mountain like you did you know, this is absolutely possible. Wim Hof himself, you know, uh, injecting, being injected with this horrific disease. And also when we start going back into mental health, he, Wim Hof really became involved in this and and excited about this. I I shouldn't say excited, but determined uh, to explore further was based on his wife's suicide. And correct me if I'm wrong, it's been a while. Yeah. So mental health was huge. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, you know, I I think now we're in this time when so many, particularly kids are really struggling, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with anxiety, depression. And um, so it's a wonderful mechanism just through the breath, whether, you know, whether it's Wim Hof or any other style of breathing, yeah. <laughs> right? Meditation. Uh, I mean, you can do it during that. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I practice many different types of breath work. Mm-hmm. For example, you wouldn't want to necessarily do Wim Hof just before bed because you might not sleep. 
<laughs> so at night, yeah, because do... you're amping up. It's that <laughs> that electric feeling, you know. So don't I agree exactly. with you? Exactly. So I do more more gentle breathing, and you know, and it, it's wonderful for that mental focus and clarity. I see. I see your um, bringing up the ladies group. Yes. <laughs> yes. Here's more community. Tell me about yeah. this ladies group. They look so empowered. Yeah, an amazing group here in Los Angeles. Um, Mums, they all, they share a, um, their children go to um, a school here and they've all bounded together um, and came to the bath. And it was a very, very powerful experience. When you breathe as a community together, Mm. uh, it's so powerful because you're breathing for you, but you're also breathing for your community. You're breathing for the people that you love. Mm. you care about your children people who are here people who aren't here anymore and so this it was it, the energy was unbelievable um do you, you know, do you guys yeah. set i'm just curious do you set intentions together as a group because yeah. that's i do know how powerful it's just like the power of prayer and why miracles happen well it's because when when you know, I don't know if it's two or more, three or more, when we get together as a community and we set an intention of, then miraculous things happen. So tell me about that. Well, you're, you're very true. And, and so I have a process actually um, that I developed after breathing. It, it, I channel into authentic self. Mm. So I guide people through that. And in that moment, then set an intention and that becomes a very powerful time it's typically when when people you know because most people come let's just be most people come to the the ice bath because they want to i want to do the ice bath right just (laughs) to say they did it and they could yeah i smashed it whatever right and and so i'm like okay that's very fantastic yes you can do that but let's let's go a little deeper Mm. And so I encourage people to go deeper and I take them through a process to connect authentically with them. And that becomes a really powerful experience for people. Um, then when people tend to get very emotional, but also set that intention, because I think, you know, you'll need that if you're going to go and do something very difficult, like get into 32 degree water um, or go up a mountain in your shorts. Yeah, <laughs> you need to have something more than I just want to do this because what will happen if you have that type of mindset? I just want to do it. You're going to crumble when it gets difficult. <laughs> um, yeah, and so the 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 intention becomes very powerful. And as you said, the community then um, building a community one. Like for example, the um, behind me is the community the love organization, which is about random acts of kindness in the community. So it, it's the, 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 the sort of most well-known patron of the organization is Chris Martin from Coldplay. And when you go and see him in concert, you will see his love on his T-shirt. And he, gives, he gave out 72,000 buttons at, uh, at his concerts. And um, so that's all about that. It's all about uniting together for a yeah. common purpose to, uh, to um, give more of yourself, give more love. More, yeah experience more community together um otherwise really what's the point right <laughs> right well i i'm 
I'm under the firm belief that you are helping change our world, evolve us. Because when we start going into, you know, learning how to control our stress, which we're, you know, running through our bodies continuously day in and day out, you know, when we manage that and we know how to do that, then like, like we said throughout this is that it, it brings us back to not, not really caring about those mundane or those things that don't matter, but it opens ourselves up to be more heartfelt, to be more compassionate and to love one another and bring those um, acts of kindness more often. And that is, that's changing the world. You know, when we start changing ourselves, it's a direct reflection and leading by example. So it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I want to bring one of our comments in Manly said, Agreed to be able to control the everyday stress of life pays exponentially. Uh, and I was just talking about that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing and focusing on community improvement. Beautiful. Yeah, and I, I, I really want to, so in that space, and thank you for your, for your comment, um, the, the principle is containment. So when you, when there's a difficult, what we want to be able to develop this habit of containment. What it means is this, is that when you're in a stressful situation, you are able to experience that pain, stress, whatever it is, sadness, anger, contain it and then have it not bleed into the rest of your life. Mm. So where stress becomes a problem is when it bleeds into every area of your life. Right. And so, the the breath work and the ice it's about containment so what we're doing is is we're yeah we're learning how to okay so i because you know we all have stuff going on in life i do (laughs) right and so we have stuff going on so it's about being able to experience that deeply at the same time as being able to operate effectively in life because yeah, we can go on the soul's journey, but if you're on the soul's journey and you're constantly like, you know, running, yeah. you know, you, don't, it's, it's, you can't stay focused, right? So and it's not about being complacent either. No, absolutely. Because that's right. denial, right? So I right. believe you have to fully experience things, fully experience whatever that emotion is. And at the same time, learn how to contain And so, yeah. so it, it's a psychological principle. It was developed in the 50s by a British um psychologist um i put it in a slightly different frame and it's 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 really about just learning how to experience something challenging and it could be something like going in the ice bath because it's freezing that's challenging Mm -hmm. about how to experience that but you're then able to live and respond yeah um and so that's really, I think, a lot of the a lot of the power, and that also leads to to your point to to mental improve mental health. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Because you, you can deal with stuff. We're not trying to force it down. We're not trying to deny. We're trying to say, okay, I'm I'm experiencing this, and and also I can still have joy. I can still have a good time. <laughs> I can still embrace. I can still be compassionate. Yeah. Right? Well, that's. That's what living is for, right? Is yeah. to be able to 
enjoy what we have here and what we're creating. So Simon, it was, is such a pleasure having you on the wellness driven life show. And I want to give you an opportunity to, you know, say anything else that you think the audience should know today. And I want to make sure they know how to access you. Um, his website is www.thesgway.net. Um, you know, Simon, I- I'm going to have to ask you to come back on the show in a few months because oh, amazing. Thank you. there's so much more. There, there truly is so much more that we could dive into. And um, there's a few more things that you've, you have created and that you continue to create. So there will always be more. Um, but his website is www.thesgway.net. Visit him there. You also have an Instagram if you want to you know, mention what your Instagram is and a YouTube channel, and tell us um, anything else that you would love to share today with us. Well, the first thing is you, you do the breathing and get in the ice. That's <laughs> Just do it. Just do <laughs> it. What is it? I, I, I recently applied to the mud run at the weekend, a tough mudder. I, I don't know if you've heard of it. I've never done one before, right? No, I want to do one. I love them. It's great. You get electrocuted. You got these high buildings, but you build together. And the guy at the start said, do something new every day. And I just love that. And so if you haven't done it, go and do an ice bath. That would be my recommendation for the day. And then I'd also, you know, just as a bit of insight and... um, And then I'm going to give an invitation to everybody here. But but, um, from insight is that I, you know... um, fitness is great and working out is great, but if you neglect your well-being, it could be your biggest mistake. Most there's so many people out there trying to you know um, do all this training and hit training and oatmeal lattes and all that, <laughs> which is you know it's good to eat healthy and it's good to exercise, but if you neglect your community, the the love, the the well-being of your um, you know, your inner well-being and the well-being of those around you, then ultimately you're gonna it's gonna it's gonna suffer, right? And so so just simply do some breathing, get in a nice bath, and then you're gonna be the leader. And so by you taking a step, then other people around you will take a step. That's how it works, right? Because the in the soul's journey, once once you make a transition, you have thousands of angels coming alongside you so you can be the angel by getting in an ice bath and if you're in if you're in los angeles where i'm from then come and you can jump in my ice bath be more than happy to april you're always welcome of course oh Um, yeah anyone's welcome to to to, um check in with me i I love it when people reach out and our son Riker chavez is is near you so we'll have to have him come check you out and investigate you. And when you come to visit him, guess whose door we're going to be knocking on, Simon. Amazing. We'll do it live in the ice bath, which I, I, I think could be very exciting for, for you and the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shivering just thinking about it. She's like, oh, I'm not doing that one. Scrap it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I, I think it's uh, exhilarating. And again, like I said, that if there's something about it that makes you feel more alive so if you just want to feel more alive than you ever have, 
get in the ice bath because it'll do the trick, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, and if, you're, if you're on the East Coast, you just get in the river or the... Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. It's pretty simple. And uh, so thank, I'm so grateful to you and um, so impressed with your work and what you're doing. It's a wonderful show and all the knowledge you're giving out to people. It's, it's amazing. So I feel truly blessed to have met you. I love you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. The love is with you as well. Love you too, Simon. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, this has been a very enjoyable experience for me. Uh, I obviously I get excited about it just like you do. And um, yeah, so thank you so much for it, it again has been an honor to have you on our platform and want to notify the guests again, you know where to find Simon and um it, his information will also be in the description below. So it's a must. <laughs> it's, a, it's a must. So thank you again, Simon. And thank you. you know, want to thank our guests for being here. When you happen to be watching the replay, you can still leave your comments in the comments section below, and we will respond to you in the future. And I want to say goodbye for now, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks, April.